This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Gilmy Talks. This is Gilmy again, and I have the one and only Andy Myers back on the show. This is a great episode, and love talking to him about his brand new book and all that. Lovely descriptions will be in the show notes, so go check those out there. I I always love to talk and talk to Andy. It's always a, a fun time, and it always. We end up talking about being dads, because that's a big part of what what we do. Whether we're authors, podcasters, artists, whatever, the best thing I I can only speak for myself. The best thing I've only done, the best thing I've ever done, become a a father. It really is. But a couple things: go like, share, subscribe, go me talks on any social media. I'll give you a follow. Just tag me at Gilmy on X, I guess it's called. Not Twitter anymore. And Gilmy talks everywhere else. Facebook, Instagram, threads, all that. All You guys know how, how social media works probably better than I do. So, me and Andy have a great conversation. He tells tells some snippets from his book but you you gotta buy 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 this one guys it's it's well hilarious and i will talk to you guys on the back half good morning good evening good night how is everybody doing out there this is gilmy again and i have a returning guest because come on guys andy myers was awesome last time all the feedback i got from you guys you loved him you asked me to get him back on and the reason he has is back on the show is he has a brand new book out called It's Not So Bad, which we will definitely be getting into more. And you, if you've heard heard the last episode, you know he's a number one best-selling author. He's a past life intuitive specialist. He's host of So Strange Podcasts. And also he is one of the paranormal dads. And He's just a great, great dude, and I love love getting a chance to talk to talk to Andy when whenever I can. So, Andy, how's the day? How's the day going, bud? Going pretty well, man. I'm not used to recording so early in the morning, but I'm <laughs> I'm awake and I'm upright, so that's a start. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, Andy is so busy that he actually made time for me at eight thirty in the morning. And if you know anything about pod uh, podcasters. This is not our, our our specialty. We're late night fellas. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, truth be told, you know, yep. eight thirty a.m. is a normal, respectable time when average everyday people are start to show up for work at the office. But you know, when you got a a cushy gig where you're working from home, eight thirty is pretty darn early. But uh, I'm doing my best, oh, and yeah. had got dropped my daughter off at school just a little bit ago, and uh, off we go. You know, and. You brought up your well, your daughter. It's amazing that she put out a book, man. That is so <laughs> that is so freaking cool. Um, yeah. yeah, we had two books, two books. Oh, so two hers, books. yeah, hers yeah. came out in um, in October. It was a children's book that we co-authored, and it was called uh, it's called Bigfoot's Big Birthday Party. So she came up with a story for that one, and I wrote it, and then we hired a, a friend of ours, Sonia, to do the illustrations. And it's a it's a cute little children's book. So it was a 
kind of a whole hoopla. We did a book signing and and her teachers and her school librarian showed up. And uh, yeah, we had the local TV networks uh, were interested in doing a, a kind of a feel good story. So yeah, she's an author. And then uh, the very next month, uh, just a few weeks ago in November, I came out with uh, another book, which that's the one that's called It's Not So Bad. Very much not a children's book. It's, yes. for, it's for adults. <laughs> it, most of it, I, I guess I would say, is PG-13 with this one. Now, I did read one chapter to my daughter, Sky, last night before bed, but it was the chapter that was a little more uh, a little more PG. And yeah. uh, there's nothing in it that's horrendously raunchy. It's just, uh, it's kind of real edgy, uh, you know, funny little tidbits about finding extraordinary meaning within ordinary everyday uh, events, but there's some colorful language uh, sprinkled throughout the pages. But yeah, so two books in two months, very, very different genres though. Oh yeah. And I am an, an, an 18 plus pod podcast, so language is allowed here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny when your kids start catching wind of, uh, you know, of swear words. I mean, you, you got what, three of them? Four, you got four kids, Justin, yep. man. You just couldn't stop <laughs> reproducing. Reproducing nope. like the world's population oh, yeah. depends on it. <laughs> yep. Um, well, this is the this is the number that drives everybody crazy. Yes, I have four children, but I had four children, four and under. Oh, good Lord. Yes. So you just decided you don't need sleep anymore, basically. <laughs> no. Um, and truth be told, um, it has affected my memory through those years and the sleep deprivation just having young children and for those who have one small child at a, at a time it's a lot now we times that by four and having to remember every everything for everyone well you got like, gosh yeah. you got birthdays uh, oh, yeah. doctor's appointments mm -hmm. uh, practices who did their first what at what sh what stage what age yep. who has a loose tooth who you know yep. good lord i can't even imagine and that's why i have a lovely wife who kept everything going <laughs> <laughs> i will be honest uh she was a stay-at-home mom when the kids were 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 small until they were all in school because paying for child care with four kids and her working it just it didn't make sense because that's what it would have paid it for so yeah i mean that's yeah. the thing is it wipes out one income when you when you got that child care but so how old are your i mean what's your what how old is your oldest kid uh james is going to be 17 in about a week uh yeah. spencer is 15 and cecilia is 14 and olivia is 12 going to be 13 in a week and a half gotcha well happy yeah. birthday to her and oh, yeah. so they're there. They all know the swear words then. <laughs> oh, they do. Um, dad is a former bartender. Um, uh -oh. that'll do it, man. Bart. Yeah. So you, you taught him from a, from a young age, you know, my uh, daughter and I, we yeah. stumbled across this list of old fashioned words the other day, like malarkey, oh, nincompoop, yep. cattywampus. <laughs> and and she, we're just cracking up because she hasn't heard a half of them. And of course, some of them are just like, uh, you know, very PG versions of words that you can say when you're frustrated, but you can't say the actual cuss word. But oh, no, yeah. at, at those ages, your kids are fluent uh, by now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, they don't really swear because they have good kids. Um, yeah, I do. They're all they're all honor roll students. They're all like Cecilia got uh, picked up for a specialty art program in grade nine. Wow. That's yeah, that's in in insane. Like. 
Spencer is now professional wrestling at the age Seriously? of 15. Let, oh my yeah. Gosh. Uh, my co-host Tom is actually training him now. And uh, yeah, he's 15 years old. He's definitely my son. He's five foot 11 uh-huh. and he can uh, deadlift over 300 pounds. He can do the leg press up, up to, he can max out around seven now. And kid's a beast. He really is. Wow. Like he's, he's playing flag football and uh, all the coaches are go, Hey, Spencer, you want to be on this sport? And he's, he's never been, been a huge sports guy. So yeah. now he's like, and he goes in the ring for the first time and took to it like a natural, like he was running the ropes, no issues. Um, his roles as these are, are, are his, his exact words. I'm terrible at this, but he's doing it. He's like doing back rolls in the ring just because they're not perfectly straight. He's doing stuff that 90% of the population can't like, his first day, he tried to body slams a 200 pound man. Like this is not <laughs> this is not normal child behavior. And of course, my kids. Uh, See, you know, it's yeah. funny how you 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 either you know accidentally or unknowingly you pass along your genetics to to your kids. You know, your love of wrestling all these years, this passion of yours, transferred through his genes, and now he's going to be body slamming fools. Um, and Honestly, he was the one I didn't see it. He didn't watch with me. <laughs> he he went to the live live events with me, but he was just watching. He where my other kids are like, yeah, going crazy. He's just quietly watching, watching well, everything going on. And it just and Olivia's in grade eight and being a being a being a, a grade eight kid. I have now she's the oldest girl met at the school. She's no longer the younger one and she loves it. Because she's by herself. There's yeah. no brothers or or sisters. She's the oldest, the oldest one. And James is obsessed with Dungeons and Dragons, and we play every Sunday from two to four. So that's it. Huh? I've heard yep. that's a commitment. You know, you start oh, getting yeah. into those, you know, those board games, and it, yep. it can turn into a marathon. Yeah, it's, oh, and yeah. it's funny. It's it's really fun to watch kids find their thing. You know, whatever yeah. whatever their thing is, whether it's art or or D and D or or wrestling it's kind of funny for them to kind of grow into it and watch them and and sometimes like you said you know with your wrestler son it's it's surprising what they what they actually get into you know because yeah. it's something you, you never would have expected and sometimes the genetics are passed along and sometimes the universe surprises you and throws you a curveball and growing up oh, i was yeah. a sports crazed boy that's all my brother and and, and i did you know, football, soccer, hockey, wrestling, you know, pretty much anything with a ball or anything where we could like body check each other. We were doing nonstop, you know, in all the advanced teams and in, in the little league and all the sports. And, and then I have my daughter and I'm like, man, she's, she, she must be a soccer star. You know, she's going to be a soccer star just like me. And no, not so much. Yep. <laughs> Our new, she does not care at all about sports. She's not competitive whatsoever. Yep. Uh, poor thing. She's just not very coordinated. So she's kind of a gamer. She likes video games. She likes uh, Harry Potter. And oh, it's yeah. kind of fun, you know, because you, you do those things. And she's into musical theater. So we go see plays. But uh, no, now it's, here's, it's, here's a it's uh, question uh, question for you about about kids. What is one thing that your child made you go to that you thought you would absolutely despise, but you actually liked it? You know, gosh, thinking there's been, there's been so many different things. We, uh, 
we we go to a, a wide array of of plays and it's and I it's not something I would generally seek out by myself, you know, to go see a play or a musical, but I've gotten kind of into it, you know, to see the pageantry and the and the costumes. <laughs> and uh just last night actually Sky mentioned a, a show that we saw last holiday season. It was a kind of a Cirque du Soleil with a Christmas spin on it. So I mean this is all the bells and whistles, right? This is like an international show of uh you know, top tier athletic people juggling backflips, trapeze artists, this kind of thing. But they had a Christmas spin to it. So we're there, you know, mid-December last year and we're watching this thing and they have this giant wheel. It's like a giant hamster wheel, if you can imagine that, but it's like 25 feet high. And they got these guys that are running on the top of it and doing flips and like going around the wheel. And at one point, one of these guys slips and from that height, you might not die when you hit the ground, but you probably will. And so the audience is like covering their eyes. We can't watch. Sky gasps. You know, I think my mom Peter pants. And it's just it's just this horrific scene of anxiety. And she brought it up last night. And she's like, you know, you should really write a chapter about that and call it Death and Christmas. <laughs> I said, well... <laughs> Maybe I should, because it's not two things that typically go together. Well, unless it's a, a Christmas carol, I guess that uh, fuses the two yeah. topics of death and Christmas. But yeah, that, so I uh, didn't know what to expect with that one. Thoroughly enjoyed it, uh, particularly because the guy did not die in front of an audience. So good, good <laughs> because uh, there's been I've I go to interesting shows and I've seen some injuries happen and it's never good. It's never, never a fun time watching a wrestler get hurt or um, what was it? I, this was years and years ago. I saw a, uh, just a run of the mill band performing and the guy just miscounted steps and just walked off the uh, stage Yeah, and messed up his, obviously messed up his foot, went back on, did another two or three songs. And that was that. And then he, we all see the ambulance going, <laughs> going, going through. He, Hey, he tried toughing it out, but that's the thing with live shows. I mean, anything can happen. Actually, I have another book uh, that'll be out uh, hopefully in January. It's just being edited right now, but there's a chapter awesome. in there uh, about the circus. You know, the circus is not what it used to be. They, they're they kind of doing away with elephants and tigers and monkeys because of the animal cruelty, but it's still a spectacle and it will always be a spectacle despite Yep. You know, YouTube and, and TikTok and, and Netflix and this wide array of entertainment live shows will always have their place in society because it's it's the unknown. It's the there's no room for editing. You know, you might see an injury. You might see somebody achieve their dreams. Uh, somebody in the crowd might do something crazy, you know. So, yeah, it's it's uh, live shows are, are interesting. And, you know, so that's kind of one thing that uh, it's it's been new as a parent to adapt to is going to musicals and, and plays with Sky. But hey, guys, I just want to take a quick moment out of the show here to talk about my favorite sponsor, Surecasters. Clothes for the podcaster and you. A couple funny, funny shirts up there for podcasters, like Closing Time. What's that? Why did I record six episodes in one week? What was I thinking? Because I have done that myself. We got Kill Me Talks merch up there. We got some Talking Tom Tom merch. We got Wrestling with Johnners. Let's just bring up a few all products here and let's see what what we got. We got mugs. We got t-shirts. We And it, this store is just growing and growing as we go. And I am so proud to be sponsored by these guys because I know 
a podcaster run runs this site and they understand what is going on and there's going to be more and more and more coming to this site you can even buy a shirt casters tank top if you really want but i'm not a tank top guy <laughs> don't forget use that promo code gilmy at checkout for a percentage off your purchase now back to the show uh, getting back to what we were saying yeah, it's kind of funny to watch each kid grow into uh, who they are and who my daughter is, is not an athlete. <laughs> she, we were watching a f- <laughs> football, I think was on the other day and uh, they kicked a field goal and she was like, was that, did he just score a touchdown or was that a home run? <laughs> like, no, it's, it's a field goal. It's worth three points usually. <laughs> yeah. It just, uh, well, that can either be the extra point or it can be three. And for a non-sports Correct. person, I'm like, but it's the same thing. Why is it one versus the other? I, yeah. Well, and she's like, why is he kicking it anyway? I thought you could pick up the ball in football. And I was like, well, you, you can, but it, you know, I didn't even bother. I was, we were yeah. just like, hey, go sports ball. That's our new joke yep. when there's a sports thing on TV and she doesn't understand what it is. Yay, sports ball. Yeah, that's what I do at work when everyone's going absolutely crazy for hockey or something on in, in the break room. And they know I'm not a sports guy. Well, I like my sports pretty, pretty determined. Um, just like the, uh, and then my joke is like the, the NFL and NHL, and then, then they get angry. <laughs> well, but to each their own. And now you're oh, yeah. in Canada, right? Yep. So you're, yes, you're in, uh, you know, hockey central up there. Yes. Um, let me tell you a hockey story, Justin. Now Shoot. this is, I'm, I'm, I'm writing a short story for one of my future books and it's called puck you as in hockey puck. Okay. Yep. True story, because I grew up a hockey fan through and through, going to uh, home games. We had season tickets for our local team. We went for like a decade. And at one point in time, I kid you not, they had this competition. It was a marketing gimmick, and it was called Chuck Your Puck, right? So at, at in between the first and second period, they had these targets that they placed on the ice. And they were, you know, some of them were the circumference of a hula hoop, and others were a little bigger. But what you did is you would purchase a puck for like, I don't know, like $5, right? And you'd write your name and address and phone number on the puck. And then at intermission, you threw your puck over the glass onto the ice. And if you landed it on one of these targets, you won a a prize, like a free t-shirt or a slice of pizza. Well, what the marketing people didn't take into consideration is uh, they they figured people would come up right to the glass and just kind of toss their puck over the glass. People were chucking these things from the upper balconies from like from like row z way up top and and a, half of them weren't hitting the ice like they were landing on they were hitting people that were sitting near the ice so it became like this war zone people are getting hit with pucks people are hiding they're shielding their babies and their kids um i was pretty sure you know speaking of ambulances i was pretty sure they were going to call in an ambulance but um it was horrifying and yet kind of entertaining at the same time especially since nobody got uh, seriously injured but and i don't know there were plenty of uh winners you know in terms of people who landed their puck on the target but there was also uh plenty of losers that night in terms of uh, people losing teeth (laughs) yeah i've actually got hit by a uh ohl puck um middle of the game i wasn't paying attention you don't get you, you you don't do that at a hockey game and I got it right on the inner thigh. Ooh, ouch. oh yeah, it did not feel good. 
Drake Barahowski apologized <laughs> profusely <laughs> late after the fact. Yes, I, I am name I am name dropping. He did go on to play for the Maple Leafs for a few seasons and had <laughs> had a, had a pretty decent career in that hockey. But yeah, he I was this 15, 16 year year old kid trying to hold 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 back tears, and I have a welt on my inner thigh about yay big and it Ooh, just yeah yep that'll do it oh but it was yeah he went on to become a pro so now it's kind of like you can brag about it a little bit because oh yeah <laughs> that's that's amazing but that's the thing with hockey sports in general but sp- yep. especially hockey you got to pay attention because unless you're sitting behind the part with a uh, with a net for protection uh yeah it'll, it'll get you Oh yeah, and, this and, was uh, if if they had the nets nets back back then, I would have been safe because it was see, uh, yeah. So if it was like the eighties or nineties or something like that, see, nowadays they have to take precautions because half the people sitting in the audience are watching TikTok videos on their phone and they're not paying attention. So mm-hmm. They don't want a lawsuit I on don't, their hands. I've I've never understood going to a live event and spending it on your phone. I'm like, you've spent so much money on the ticket. And why would you be on your phone the entire time? Or the guys who record a concert? I'm like, yeah. I, I I get it. Hey, this is my my absolute favorite song. This is cool. Hey, I'm going to record the B-side that they're playing to entertain themselves that I'll never listen to again. I'm like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I don't know, but, man. To each their own, I guess. But hey, I'm, oh, yeah. with, I'm with you. If you go to an event... <clears throat> get your money's worth and and pay attention but yeah i'm a I, i'm more a live 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 in the uh in in the in the moment kind of a kind kind of guy now yeah. with this particular book i did want to ask where did the inspiration come come from to actually write this book because it's very different from everything else you've previously done yeah it is uh all my books up until this point uh have been self-help spiritual uh, about reincarnation and angels and uh yeah this one is just straight up humor it's uh, uh my <laughs> my humble attempt at a, basically a stand-up comedy routine in written form but how it came about is one day i just sat down and i just i just started writing and i wanted to write something um personal you know usually when i write it's speaking to an audience who's trying to learn something about intuition or angels or the afterlife and i just wanted to write something that was a little bit more personal and lighthearted and funny. So I started writing a story about all the craziest and interesting neighbors that I've had throughout the years, starting with youth and then through college years of having an apartment and then moving a little bit here and there, because that's something everybody can relate to, right? Is living near interesting neighbors, you know, neighbors who are funny or a chatterbox or or weird or, uh, you know, I had a neighbor who was a drug dealer (laughs) and I wrote about that. Uh, I had another neighbor uh, who literally uh, brought a knife to a gunfight. Actually, it was a samurai sword. Uh, he, 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 and thankfully, everything turned out okay. Nobody was harmed. But a neighbor kid got into an altercation in my youth with these guys. And these guys pulled a gun on him. So he went inside. He got a samurai sword and brought it out like he was going to slice and dice them. And Anyway, my, my whole point is yeah, I just started writing these kooky, true stories about uh, interesting neighbors I've had throughout the years, and that kind of snowballed, and then I started to write uh, interesting, funny things that I've experienced with my daughter 
And before I knew it, I, I had a book and I, I thought, well, you know, people are going to see an, another side of me. But uh, if nothing else, people in today's world, they need humor. They need entertainment. They need something to distract themselves from the, you know, everyday, uh, you know, everyday routine. So I published it and it came out on uh, November 22nd, the day before Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, we were really happy to see it. It, it was actually uh, ranking number one in a few different areas on the charts in terms of uh, parenting and families and also with uh, parody, which is another another genre. So it's 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 a funny little book, uh, a plethora of topics. I have it right in my hand, actually. Uh, there's a chapter called Home Appliance Personality Disorders. Uh, there's a chapter about how I navigate life as a germaphobe, uh, which which I am. I always have hand sanitizer and I have a lot of uh, quirks and, and weird little things that I do when I'm out and about. Uh, there's a chapter about um, a fun adventure my daughter and I took. We wanted to see if we could navigate the city bus system and we had no idea what we were doing. So we bought a <laughs> bought a bus pass, got lost uh, for the better part of a day, barely made it home from downtown. We relied on uh, strangers and uh, people who were living on the streets to help us get back home. And it was a, it's kind of a funny chapter, but also really heartfelt because we, you know, I, I dive into subjects like homelessness and mental illness and things like this, but so it's, you know, humor, but it's, there's a very real element of humanity to it in terms of some of the people that we crossed paths with that day and how kind they were towards us. And uh, yeah, there's even a, a chapter called Captain Blonde Belly and the Tower of Food, uh, which kind of centers around my cat and all the shenanigans that he does. There's a chapter about travel. And uh, as as anybody listening knows, that in and of itself could fill 10 books yes. of travel um, mishaps and, and funny situations that happen on airplanes and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. the book absolutely spans the spectrum. So I think it'll relate to anybody, no matter uh, no matter what kind of walk of life you come from. Awesome, man. Uh, just want to say thank you very, very much for your time. I know only we could, with our both of our crazy, crazy schedules, we could only find like a half hour-ish. <laughs> but where can people find everything about you? So, socials, where the books are, all that, all that fun, fun stuff. Yeah, the best place to find my book is just on Amazon. You can find all my books on Amazon. Again, it's titled It's Not So Bad. You can get it in paper book or ebook. Uh, same for uh, Bigfoot's Big Birthday Party, the, the children's book. And in terms of anyone who, who looking to find me on social media and everything else, uh, you, the main spot to check out would probably be my website, which is andymyersonline.com. Perfect, man. Once again, thank you very, very much for, for your support. Oh, man. Thank you very much for your uh, time. See, guys, I'm pre-coffee. This is why I normally do this better. <laughs> and thank you very, very much for uh, coming on, bud. My pleasure, buddy. Anytime. And hey, do me a favor. Right. Before your son gets famous and, yep. and blows up on the pro wrestling <laughs> scene, I got to get his autograph. So someday... You know, I can say I got his autograph when he was an up and comer and someday I'll be bragging about him like you're bragging about getting hit in the thigh with a puck. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly. this guy and he had this son who went pro and I got his autograph right here in my office. So perfect. All right, Justin, <laughs> I, take care until next time, buddy. Oh, yeah, man. Thank you. I just want to say a big, huge thank you to Andy Myers for coming back on the show. It's always 
fun talking to Andy about basically anything. Now, a couple things, guys. Go share the show on social media or not. Your recall. I would appreciate it. And then I'd actually get a follow back on socials so I can know who's actually listening because my social media numbers compared to my downloads are not similar in any way, shape, or form. But hey, I gotta gotta keep on there trying. Go follow me on, on TikTok. I'm gonna be going going to be making that more active because I I am I've been really enjoying enjoying that late, well, lately. If you want to support the show, well, there's always the coffee coffee app. You can throw throw a couple bucks there. Patreon, which will be back up in the new year. I basically launched a Patreon, and then I needed a break from the from the show. Great timing. <laughs> and couple couple more things. Go check out Shirtcasters for clothes for the podcast renew. That site is just going to grow and grow and grow from this day forward. And if you want Gilmy Talks merch, go check out the Gilmy Talks merch merch store in the links be, will below. And don't forget to listen to Andy Myers on So Strange and Paranormal Dads, two of my personal fav- favorite pods. Talk to you on the next one, guys.